Welcome to Blood Taps, your ultimate True Blood Rewatch podcast, where we sink our teeth into an all-new episode every Thursday. We're your hosts, Ashley and Fawn, so grab your favorite AB positive, and we'll meet you at Merlot's. Welcome back to Blood Types. We are on season six, episode four, At Last. This was the first time that I imagined what the song was going to be before it was the song and I got it right. What is this title called? I forgot. It's At Last. (laughs) I think of um, At Last. That's what it is. Yeah, that's what it is. Oh, okay. All right. I'm with you. I'm with you. I I didn't guess it. I know that there's song titles, but I never, I didn't think about it. Yeah, well, this one actually played at the end of the episode, so I was like, I was right. Good job, me. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so the synopsis is, Suki confronts her growing attraction to the mysterious Ben. Eric counters Burl's brutal anti-vampire initiatives by hitting his nemesis where it hurts the most. Growing up all too quickly, Andy's fairy daughters end up keeping dangerous company. Sam and Nicole make a connection. Can I just say Sam connects with every damn body? Anyways, (laughs) Bill tasks Takahashi to synthesize a new kind of blood. And that's it. That's the synopsis. Um, Honestly, this episode, it jumps around quite a bit with the people, but none of the scenes are very long. No, and I'm sorry. Suki does not look cute in this episode. This girl's stressed. Yeah, she's she's getting older. The the life of always being on the run or in trouble has hit her. I'm like, mm-hmm. ooh, girl, you need a vacation. <laughs> she needed a vacation five seasons ago. So uh, honestly, her only vacation was to Dallas. That's the only time she even been at a, at a bomb top. So she's yeah. due for another one because girl is looking rough. <laughs> I well, she would have just said yes to Bill's proposal. She'd be on her honeymoon by now, but that's true. You know, hindsight is always twenty twenty. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, let's start at the beginning. So Ben and Suki are carrying Jason, who's unconscious, and they are on the couch. Suki's like, he needs vampire blood. But they're like, oh, no vampires around, right? So she goes to 911. She goes to 911. She goes to the kitchen to call 911. And as she's doing that, Ben just rips off his bandage and bites himself and uses the blood to drip into Jason's mouth. Yeah. I love how she goes, oh my God, he needs vampire blood. Walks out of the room, comes back. He's fine. You're out of the room for two minutes, Sookie. What the fuck do you think happened? I know. She's like, hmm, I wonder how this happened. Curious and curious. I don't know what happened. And then Ben's being all sketchy and he's like, okay, well, I got to go. <laughs> I, I got I to go. I got to go, Sookie. <laughs> yeah, Jason wakes up and is fine because obviously. Yeah. He will always succeed. But while they're out, <laughs> I don't fucking grandpa does not like jason and it shows he's not afraid to show so he's out there with nora who tells um he goes what are you here for like what do you know about uh warlow and she goes well warlow is um lilith's prodigy and she's the only one that can kill lilith and lilith is going to just fuck everything up so i need to find warlow so he can kill lilith and then she goes, oh my gosh, she smells so good. And he just zaps her out into the street. Good for him, and, uh, though. I would have done the same thing. Yeah. Get out of here, you creep. <laughs> yeah, weirdo. Um, and then she's caught by the vampire police. 
yeah I love how she like is so disoriented and they're like vampire or human vampire or human and then she's just like oh what and her fangs are out and then they just capture her <laughs> just like we already know yeah. um but then, but then the the grandpa goes back in and he's all salty he goes uh where were you I could have died out there yeah. we're only protecting Sookie you protected the wrong stackhouse child and I'm like so yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay <laughs> Jason but I've been I bet it was like that his entire life um, like his well, entire life was like oh, Sookie the parents apparently hated Sookie so he at least had mommy and daddy who loved him <laughs> it's like that kid's else. weird Honestly, with the way that um, Andy's teenagers is just annoying as fuck, I'd be like, no, I don't want a child that can read my mind. <laughs> no, <laughs> I'm good, that. thank you. <laughs> I'd be scared of it too. I try to walk around with like a like a aluminum pan on my head, just like stop <laughs> listening to my thoughts. It's just constantly TikTok noises. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So while that's what I would do. That's my constant. Yeah. Um, Suki is like playing with the blood because granddaddy taught her how to like type it or whatever. And she's like playing with it and sees that it's vampire blood. And she's like, oh, fuck. It's Warlow. Jason's just like doing pull-ups. He's yeah. like, this is the best I've ever felt in my life. First off, you used to be an addict. A vampire blood addict. Mm -hmm. Shouldn't you know what this feels like? And just be like, oh shit, I had vampire blood. And I love this. This is I this is what made me laugh in this episode. So Sookie's up there, sees Jason doing pull-ups. Mm -hmm. She literally just goes downstairs, and that's when she sees the blood. And her first flashback was Jason doing pull-ups that she saw two <laughs> seconds ago. I was like, how is it a flashback? When she just saw that two minutes ago. Come and on. then she has a flash. It was really yeah. important. Those pull-ups were really important, Ashley. <laughs> but she, I was like, he's probably still up there. Like, you saw it two, two seconds ago. Mm -hmm. How is it a flashback? And then she had a flashback to Ben. And that's, <laughs> yeah. And that's when, like you said, Graham Cappy showed her how to identify the blood. And I was like, when it started glowing, I was like, oh, surprise, Shade. <laughs> surprise, Shade. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, it's so funny. I One thing I love about True Blood is how consistently inconsistent the show is. It's like yeah. little things just don't add up. But then, like, mm -hmm. the bigger things, you're kind of like, oh, okay, that makes sense. But just, like, the everyday life of these people, you're just like, wait, when did he show her how to do this? He just came back as like, all oh, the fairies are dead, and then this blood does this thing, and I don't know what it does. Yeah, and now you can find out who Warlow is. Great job. How would she know to check it? Oh, because she knows he's a fae. She knows he's a fae. So, it's like... Hmm. I don't know. I feel like she knows enough about vampires at this point in time. She's like bred with a. She should know that if you are dead and then come back to life, that it's a vampire. Because if she was a fairy, they would have told her like, "Oh, Suki, you need to be a fairy because you are gonna have this cool power or whatever." Like they told her all of the powers mm -hmm. she would have, and then she was trying to get rid of them. If they were like, "You can save someone's life," I guarantee you, she wouldn't have gotten rid of them. So, like, come on, girl, mm -hmm. use your brain. You know it was a vampire. You don't even have to test and the blood. How, right. And I love how, like, far removed she was from vampires. One minor inconvenience. Yeah. We need vampire blood. Yeah. <laughs> we need vampire blood. Go get it. 
Yeah, but I think she tested because it was only Jason and Ben. Yeah. In the room. So she goes, hmm, why would there be blood on the floor? Hmm. Hmm, why is it glowing? And that bitch is like, I'm going to cook him dinner. I'm going to cook him dinner. And I'm, I'm going to get him, him in up. here. <laughs> He's definitely Warlow. And I'm like, this thing, I mean, I can't wait to see the next episode because it's only episode four. Like, the ending was what got me. I was like, okay, I'm in. Strapped in. I'm here for it. So let's just stay with Sookie and the Warlow train because I feel like it's so separated from everything else that we can just stay with that. Yeah. Do you want to talk about Jason's sexy time first? Oh my gosh. It's been so long since we had a blood-induced sexy time. And (laughs) the only thing was... (laughs) I'm sorry. I can't take it seriously when he cut himself and Ben's like... or He was so nervous to do it. He goes... Just do it like you would do it on yourself. And I'm like, uh, yeah. I guess that makes sense. But when he goes, when he has to know, (laughs) yes, that's so intimate. It's so strangely intimate. Yeah. I don't, I didn't like, I mean, hey, whatever floats your boat, just not for me. Like watching two men shave each other was not on my, like, let me get off to this (laughs) bingo card, you know? Oh, a new cake was not a lot. <laughs> I know, I know, but you would have thought it would be. Yeah, but then Ben like essentially tells Jason to drink his blood, and then is they're like Jason's just lapping it up, and then he wakes up and is obviously <laughs> horrified and being like, "What the fuck just happened?" <laughs> but he's been a whole season just doing vampire blood. I know, just two minutes. He's acting like he's never in his life. I know. It is like, have, did he have sexy time dreams with Eddie? Oh, I don't know. I don't remember that. But they drank a lot of his blood. <laughs> <laughs> they drank a lot of his blood and some of it from the tap. Like just. Ooh. Yeah, straight from like the IV bag, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Yuck. it's weird. Yeah. So anyway, um, and he wakes up all confused. I love, this is what I don't understand. So he has that dream. Mm-hmm. The grandfather he just met, that's not even human, maybe never have had vampire blood. And he goes, have you ever had like a non-straight dream? Like, are you guys all straight? And I'm like, okay, all right. <laughs> um, not your audience, babe, but like, okay. I just, you if my grandma yourself. ever was like, how many lesbian sex dreams do you have? I would be like, um, grandma, first of all, none of your business. <laughs> I know you live out on DeGeneres, but not your business. <laughs> so weird. Oh my gosh. It's like, how does he not know the signs when he did this for, let's say he was with Amy for two months. Yeah. Three months. You know the signs. Yeah, you, you know the signs. You should have known that you were slipped vampire blood. So annoying. Um, yeah, and uh, I don't know how they tied it to now. Jason and Grandpa know it's vampire blood, or know he's Warlow. I, I, I still, I don't, I don't know how they got there. Like one plus one is not equaling two on that one. Yeah, and yeah. and so they're like, we're gonna go get him right now. And they just leave. Go straight to his hotel room. Yeah. Well, Sookie's there, too. And she is essentially, like, she gets the 
colloidal silver after she shows up at Ben's apartment or at the mm-hmm. at the hotel and is like, come to my house for dinner. And then she calls Jason and is like, you and Niall need to stay away from the house. Like, I've got this under control. I'm a boss ass bitch. And so, yeah, it's just like, you guys yeah. need to leave. Let her do what they need to do. And then they're like, um, Jason's like, I want to talk to Suki because we're afraid that uh, Ben is a hybrid of combination vamp fairy, a vampire, vampire, <laughs> vampire, <laughs> and Nyla's like, okay. oh, oh, I like that one. <laughs> and uh, Nyla's like, no, uh, you just want revenge for killing your parents. Like, we've got to, we really have to make this work. And so they go to the hotel and they're able to get in because they have like anti-vampire initiatives going on and they sneak inside and they are like, okay, we're going to kill him before we can fight back before he can fight back. And then Warlow attacks granddaddy like, and zaps him and then incapacitates him. And Jason is like trying to shoot him, but is glamored and then told to leave the hotel yeah, and then he bites Nile, and he starts like sucking his blood and then spitting it out. Yeah, into the bathtub of all places. I, yeah, it's it's real gross. And I mean, yeah, uh, he also tells this scene conflicted me because mm-hmm. he's like, as soon as you get to the car, all this burden's gonna be off of you. Like he was very kind question mark yeah i wonder if this is where they're gonna be like jk warlow's a good guy mm, no why did he look like a fucking i called him a wrestler it seemed like <laughs> in episode one. yeah yeah <laughs> which i need to i will look that up at another time but i really think i'm onto something here um but i was like oh well he could see that jason was stressed and i think it was like that it's like He's a good guy, but he also been like, me and your sister have plans tonight, so don't go home. <laughs> yeah, like, I'm gonna go fuck your your sister. <laughs> yeah, but technically she's my property. Yeah, which is just a little grossy. I think I've been uh, watching too much Vampire Diaries, but after she put the silver on the food, I was like, just drink the bottle. Yeah. <laughs> and just the kill silver. <laughs> Yeah, and I'm like, wouldn't that solve it? But I keep thinking, because we've been watching Vampire Diaries, mm-hmm. that it's like Vervain, and it's not. <laughs> it is funny how many similarities are in that show, and then how different it is at the same time. A lot of vampire shows love the like love triangle between the three main characters. I mean, hey, who doesn't? Who doesn't want a good love triangle where they're in the center? I know I do, so sign me up. It sells. It sells. <laughs> Who's she going to choose? You'll never know. A werewolf or a vampire? We'll find out. So we <laughs> Next are... time on Dragon Ball Z. <laughs> <laughs> Which one will she choose? <laughs> <laughs> so we are at the bridge where Suki and Jason's parents died. And Warlow is pulling Niall from the trunk and gives him vampire blood. Niall tries to go, but he can't teleport because he's been drained. And Warlow is like, I was originally pure fae and I lived alongside with your family, but Lilith made me a vampire and I continuously fight 
between the light and the dark side of myself. And I eventually murdered your parents. So sorry, oopsie daisy. And then I was unable to kill you. So I spared your life because I can't kill a kid. Much like the mafia can't kill a kid. So we're good, right? <laughs> it's essentially like how this is trying to play out. Like, oh, oops, so sorry about that. But I spared your life. So all good, question mark? <laughs> Warlow then opens a portal and puts Nile inside of it. So great. He then goes to Suki's house and she is preparing to just be like, are you Warlow? Like trying to test out the figure out if she can figure, like see if it's true or not. And he arrives late, but he brings her flowers, of course. And then he eats like a ton of the meal and it seems to have no effect on him. And so Suki, she brings up Bill. (laughs) No, go for it. Okay. So she does, he comes in and you're right. She sits the plate down in front of him and she just sits and watches him. And I'm like, that is the first time that you fucked with someone's food. Yeah, if you're not eating the meal that you cooked, I'm not eating the meal you cooked. I was like, you just made it the most obvious because she says some bullshit of like, oh, my my mom says you don't eat food until your guests do. And she's just sitting here and she's just watching. She's just like, I'm like, this is yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And he takes the biggest bite and was like, oh, this is good. And she's like pissed off. Yeah. I'm like, you made this so obvious. Yeah. Great job, Suki. Yeah. <laughs> but she brings up her ex because, you know, can't be a dinner if you don't bring up your ex. And she, she's like, he broke my heart. He lied to me. And I never want to feel that way again. And then she's like, what do you want from me, Ben? And he's like, I know you. I, you understand me. Don't we all just want to be understood? And it's like, okay, great. So then they turn on some music. They turn on At Last, which is how I knew that we were, you know, geniuses and knew the song. And they start having some sexy time. They start kissing on the couch, start making out. And then he puts her on her back. And here I was about to be like, wow, we're really going to end the episode with a sex scene. But she's like holding her little glowy fingers behind his back. And she's like, Warlow, get off of me or die. And then the episode ends. <laughs> I hated that. <laughs> yeah, it was like, well, why don't you just kill him? First, yeah, at first I thought she was like, oh, okay. Not going through with it. Especially when she unzips her own, or she uns- he unzips her dress and she just rips his shirt open. Yeah. And they're like, she's straddling him. And then they roll over. And she was, get the fuck off me, Warlow. <laughs> like, like oh, out of okay. everything, what led you to that conclusion, first of all? And then second of all, like, why wouldn't you just blast him out of your house when you realized? Also, why'd you wait so long till he's literally on top of you? I know. It's so weird. Like, why almost fuck him? You could have done it when you were straddling him. It's, yeah, there's... Well, so I guess it's not in front of his face. Yeah, I guess not in front of his face wouldn't have worked, but... But if he's a vampire, can't she just rescind his invitation? He's Faye, too, so he plays by different roles. Plays by different roles. That's (laughs) because when she first met him, she didn't invite him. But he was able to walk right inside. Right. That's why she thought, okay, you're cool. Um, I just... 
get the fuck off me. <laughs> it's like, well, you got to move your hand first, bitch. Yeah. Like I- <laughs> yeah. You put him on top of you, Suki. That's right. What a weird position to tell somebody to get out of your house in. What a, what a death threat. <laughs> I know my titties are out right now, but like, can you get the fuck off me? <laughs> I was just grinding all up on you and I feel your dick is so hard, but uh, can you leave? <laughs> you get the fuck off. Um, I'm going to kill you now. Yeah, um, get out of here or die. Okay, damn, geez. Give me like five seconds. I'm going to put my pants back on. <laughs> all right, where do you want to baseball. Um... <laughs> <laughs> let's see i want to save oh i want to save the jessica thing for last um okay. do you want to do the werewolves yeah fuck the werewolves man fuck i the hate werewolves. i'll see i hate i'll see too and you know what uh past ashley didn't know didn't know that they this side was like he has gone drunk with power and i don't like it yeah, he's such an ass. And I love how we just like are supposed to care about his storyline. Oh, not anymore. Yeah. But I feel like he dates Sookie at some point. Didn't they already do it? No, they like they pretended <laughs> to. They have this weird like star-crossed lovers thing where they never dated and felt like they've known each other their whole lives. And then there was a point where his napkin didn't leave his back. <laughs> I remember I remember that. But I don't think they officially dated. I remember they almost had sex on that very couch when they were drunk. And then they they went upstairs and uh, the vampire show up. Uh, Eric and Bill show up. Man. So they haven't yet. But I think it's all going to turn around. But man, I don't like him as Packmaster. Yeah. Now get this guy out of here. Yeah. So we're at the werewolf camp and the werewolves are still searching for like the people who were taking the photographs. And they are distracted. And then Martha comes out screaming, being like, Sam kidnapped Emma. Sam kidnapped Emma. Blah, blah, blah. So I'll see. in my house. Yeah. I'll see, like, splits up the pack. And they are searching for Sam and Nicole, um, and who escaped the other night. And Lafayette is driving Sam, Emma, and Nicole away from the werewolves. So they are in a hotel room. And... It's Sam and Nicole and Lafayette, and they're all safe. And Sam's essentially like, Lafayette, you got to get out of here. Like, I can't keep almost having you die. Like, you can't keep helping me. Um, yeah, they're not in a hotel. They're in a, they're just on a road. When do they go to the hotel? They're just on a road. Okay. After this, after this is when they go to the hotel. So, yeah, they tell Lafayette, like, go ahead and head out. And he goes, you sure? And he goes, yeah, you've done enough. And that's when Nicole's like, how the fuck are we going to get out of here without a car? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he goes, I got you. Yeah, he goes, you wanted to see it. And then he just gets naked and turns into this beautiful horse. And then I thought about him on top of the horse in that one picture. And I was like, it all comes full circle, baby. (laughs) (laughs) He's very connected. Like, he should just be on a horse all the time. He's just awesome. So I guess they ride off into the sunset into a hotel. But uh, I don't like them together. It felt very gross. And I was like, what are you doing, Sam? You kissed her on the forehead. You don't even know. She's literally in like college. You don't even know. And you're 47. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) At least. At least. And she's crying. She's crying over her dead friends. And he's crying over Luna. And then it's like, 
which I still don't know why she died. We're I just still never going to hear about died. Luna again after this. No, he's going to use it for pity sex. <laughs> he's going to be like, oh, yeah, I didn't ever really get to fuck my ex. You know, she we was too busy saving her baby. <laughs> I'm going to take care of her daughter because it's her dying wish. I'm a single dad now, so... <laughs> Needs a spin-off like a terrible sitcom. This is the making of a <laughs> terrible sitcom. Two and a half men, but one man and a horse. <laughs> <laughs> it's just Sam and Emma. Just trying to figure the bad thing out. I what happened? I don't I don't know. I can't wait to see how this plays out. But they yeah. started just making out after crying about their dead loved ones. The most romantic and sexual conversation I can think of is, hey, remember how everyone we love died? You want to fuck? <laughs> you kick a lot for Sam. Yeah, it's going to be my opening line from now on. <laughs> hey, you want to talk about our dead relatives and see if you want to have sex after? This <laughs> going to be so hot. <laughs> Drama bonding. You know what's hot? Not having to plan funerals because they die in weird ways. <laughs> Yeah, and, and like you can't tell the cops about what happened. It's so mysterious. <laughs> I mean, having a secret with someone? Stop. We can't romanticize this. <laughs> no, <laughs> we're already too fucked up. We can't keep going. <laughs> All right. Um, I guess do you want to do Ginger slash Eric slash Willa? Also, the reason why we did remember in the last episode is because it didn't show it at all. Okay, good. <laughs> we were like, we don't know what happened to Sam and Nicole. If they showed it, we just forgot. We had um same amnesia but it didn't show it so i'm glad that we were not okay. crazy um Phew. <laughs> so let's talk about what did you say do you want to do ginger and eric and all them yeah 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 okay. let's do it so ginger is on the phone with the governor because she was glamored to stall for eric but he is his people come and attack the house anyway and there is like silver grenades and she's of course screaming because that's what ginger does best and then they learn that eric and willa are no longer there and burl takes ginger to the camp and then punches a hole in the wall and hurts his hand <laughs> okay sorry i've interjected and if you, i don't know if you can clip this and put it where we're actually no, go for it. the walls um, I had, I just <laughs> went through my notes and when Sam saves Emma <laughs> from the wolves, I wish she had pulled, he had pulled a Bella and was like, you don't have some woofy claim on her. <laughs> she has some woofy claim on her, Jake. I'll she, feed. She's mine. <laughs> Martha, get back in your house. You named my daughter for the lack of sponsor. <laughs> Okay, now that would have been a great um, uh, oh, crossover. That yes. would have been 10 out of 10. There was some wolfy claim on her. She's mine. I'm like, oh, I don't think they were in the same, <laughs> they're in the same universe. But that's exactly what it reminded me when I said of Sam. And I wrote that in my notes and I cackled. So I had to make sure I said it while we were on the podcast. Okay, sorry. Back to Ginger doing what she was told. No, alternate universe where this is happening at the exact same time oh, so that. true blood and twilight are happening at the exact same time but uh the seattle vampires slash werewolves are a bunch of fucking pussies <laughs> and the ones in louisiana are actually doing shit <laughs> and then for no reason there's the salvatore brothers just because yeah, they're in, world in virginia so hey oh <laughs> me too babe <laughs> all right so jitor right. gets taken literally kicking and screaming 
literally kicking. Yes. And we see Eric and Pam, and they are attempting to summon Tara because Tara fled with Willa. And Tara doesn't do a great job about holding the secret in and eventually is just like, oh, yeah, she's at the fairgrounds. (laughs) And they're like, okay. And so Eric goes to leave and orders Pam to meet with him later because Pam was trying to stand up for Tara and he's like, shut the fuck up, Pam. I know. I need to get she goes uh she goes you can't touch her she's mine and and eric's just like i can do what i want but he released her how much power does he still have he doesn't have any he's just mad uh, yeah. yeah just call his bluff pam roll your eyes at him and be like okay fine whatever and so she, yeah she kind of does yeah so eric finds willa at the fairgrounds and she's on the carousel which i guess if you're gonna wait for anyone that's a good place to do it Mm -hmm. and she's like i hate my daddy i'm on your side eric my dad's stupid and ugly and i love vampires and he's like oh oh you really want to help us and then when she says yes he just starts digging a hole (laughs) he's just like okay starts digging a grave which they dig so fat. I'm mean, like, I guess he is a vampire with super strength. And then he begins to make Willa a vampire, hoping that I guess her dad will be like, never mind, vampires are fine. And uh, you're all welcome. Yeah, I just realized that I who's gonna cover them up? But I guess they don't have to be covered to like sleep together. Like That's actual so sleep. Weird. Actual sleep. No. But I like <laughs> When he's actually changing her, um, so he just, you know, goes for the neck. And when it's time for her to drink his blood, she also has to drink from the neck. And it's the most yeah. awkward scene I've ever seen. It's like her head has to be this awkward angle, I guess, so they can still show, like, the light and her actually doing it. I'm like, why can't you just do it from the wrist like a normal person? I don't know. It's like they had to include the height difference. They're like, don't forget that he's six seven. <laughs> you oh, you almost forgot. Oh, you almost forgot. <laughs> he's a fucking giant and a vampire. So yeah, it was so awkward and their bodies just didn't fit together. No, it was just weird. Yeah. Uh so yeah, we I guess um Will is becoming a vampire. So they wake up from their street. From their street, from their street, <laughs> from their sleep. Meryl, Meryl, and Meryl, are you here? And Eric calls in for a donor for Willa. He's just like, you're not gonna like just have anybody. Here's a donor, and uh, she is so excited to be a vampire. And Eric is just like, um, well, I'm sending you back home so you can go see your daddy and show that you're not a monster and that vampires aren't monsters either. And then she's like, well, you're a monster, Eric, just as my father said. And he's like, uh, no, you're only my second progeny, babe. You're only my second. I'm not a monster. Don't worry. Don't worry. I didn't make the decision lightly. Okay, babe. You're only my number two. And he goes, as your maker, I command you to go home. And she stamps off. I love it. I thought, oh, cool. Willa is a fresh vamp. Everything's so cool. What are we going to do now? And Eric's like, um, you're going to go home and show your father. And then I was like, her dad's going to kill her immediately. Like, he goes, um, if he's willing to do some fucked up shit to what used to be people, he doesn't give a fuck about her. He doesn't give a fuck yeah. about her. And so, like, she goes, you took this all as some scheme? And he's pretty much, yeah. Yeah. Like, what do you expect, Willis? I have I'm a mission. Monster. I have a mission. 
we're at war and we're taking casualties. And but Pam became a sister. Congratulations, yeah, she Pam. Did. Congratulations, Pam. It's a baby girl. <laughs> and so her and Tara are out. They fucking did. Yeah. Yeah. Which I don't blame them. And Tara is like, hey, I kidnapped Willa to save her life. And Pam is like, well, it's vampires versus humans, blah, 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 blah. And so then Tara becomes angry, of course, and runs away. And a SWAT member sees Tara's behavior and then spots Pam. And he like calls everybody around him and he's like, I found a vampire. And Pam, to her credit, does not act threat like threatening at all she doesn't say anything she doesn't show her fangs or anything but they shoot and abduct her and take her to the camp while tara just watches and i'm like if they're humans why don't you just superhuman speed and snap their necks yeah well they definitely don't have a eye contact for that definitely yeah. don't um but little did they know tara did all of that and she just waited she just yeah. waited there she could fuck She's like, I want to not. I want to be a vampire. Um, but can we talk about what happens when, well, let's talk about what happens right before Willa gets home. Mm-hmm. And then when Willa gets home. Because that was, shoosh. Yikes. So uh, Governor Burl is fucking Sarah Newland. That's right, yeah. folks. You heard it here. So. <laughs> And so Sarah comes in and is like, I need to talk to you when they are interrupted by a knock at the door. And then a guard comes in and is like, uh, hey, <laughs> Willa's home, but she has to be invited inside. So they invite her inside and she's covered in blood and dirt. But her daddy still is trying to be like, oh, my God, I love you, girl. I missed you. You're, I'm so glad you're home. And she's like, you need to shut down the vampire camp. Um you need to end this thing against the vampires. You need to call all of this shit off. And when he goes to touch her face, she goes to attack him because she's a young vampire. And then Sarah shoots her and is like, you need to send her to the camp. Mm-hmm. And It's weird that uh, Anna Camp plays that and she's like, you gotta go to camp. <laughs> camp Anna. Camp Anna. <laughs> Um, but she's telling her when he, she comes in, she goes, don't worry. They'll find Willa. Everything's fine. And then, um, when Willa comes in, it's like, you have to stop hurting us. You have to stop what you're doing, daddy. Like the camp is terrible. You got to shut it all down. And as soon as, uh, Sarah was like, sees him like, like loosen his guard just a little bit. She goes, fuck no, bitch. This is my plan. And everything happened just the way she wanted it to. Because now she'd be like, see, they're monsters. That's not your daughter. That's a monster. And that she did. But I love that she goes in there and, like, shows off to Steve. It's like, look at everything I built, bitch. Look at me now, bitch. (laughs) And she's just with another man. She's got it from another man. But showing. She's living the dream. She's going to get what she wants from other people. And I'm just saying, call it, call it what you want. But that's a fucking smart ass plan. It's like, I'm going to spend your money. Yeah. Good for yeah. her. More power to her. <laughs> mm-hmm. But let's just start. All right. Are you ready? Yeah. Let's talk about Terry and the girls. Oh my God. So Terry is 
I guess confronted is the best word for it by all four of the daughters and they have all read his mind and seen that he has killed Patrick. So great. And Terry's anxiety and it like, I guess he's just like, shut the fuck up, you kids, like get out of my head. Um, and Arlene explains to them that it can't keep reading people's private thoughts. And then Andy arrives and is like, okay, girls go to bed. And then he takes them to the room and then is like, I'm glad to be your father, which you hated them two episodes ago, but okay. Um, so the girls are going to sleep and then they transform into 17 year olds. And I love how they turn 17 and are instantly like, I'm horny. <laughs> I have, fuck? I have, so, sorry. I have so many issues with this. Yeah. I have so many issues with this. First one is like they're in the dark and they just like their clothes would have not had fit. No. Not at all. No. Not at all. And immediately they're like, let's go get beer. Let's go talk to boys. I'm like, you have to be taught that stuff. Yeah. You have to be taught that stuff. And they just can know how to drive a car, at least decent enough to get to a gas station. Yeah. They were 13, 15 minutes ago. Like, it doesn't matter. You don't just, it's not an innate skill that you have. Just because you're older. It's so I mean, I get it. It's literally a show. It's literally a show. And they just needed to keep the plot going. I get it. And it's just that that. And then when. I'll I'll tell my other qualm when we actually get there. Okay. So they go to the the gas station. So they're all like, we're going to go fucking party. Um, We may be 50 in like 20, 20 minutes or next year or whatever. And so they're like, let's all go, which he's a cop and there's three adults yeah. in the house yeah. and nobody heard them. At least the car start and be like, hmm, that's not normal. That's suspicious. That's weird. <laughs> that's weird. <laughs> yeah. And so they leave and Bill and Jessica are stalking the house and they're like, I thought you said he had teenage girl, like kids. And Bill's like, he, they did. So they the girls take the cop car, go to the gas station, which I loved the callback to the pilot episode because it's the same gas station clerk who pretended to be a vampire but then got caught by that country guy. Well, now he's caught by I'm Jessica. Like, damn, he's still there? <laughs> That's true. That's why I'm like, damn, he is still there six years later, but... <laughs> it's only been a year. <laughs> it's like he was only... Oh, pro- oh. oh, God. Well, no, this was from the pilot episode. I know, the but very I first like on Tom time, it's probably been like a year and a half. Oh, God, yeah, that's <laughs> true. That's true. So the girls go find beer, and they have beer and smokes on the on the counter. Yeah. Just, okay. And the guy's like, I can't, I can't sell these to you without ID. And they're like, oh, shit, we forgot. Can you just, like, let it fly this time? And he goes, no. <laughs> and Jessica goes, I got and she glamours him and be like you don't need to see an ID and all this other stuff and I can't understand her because she seems protective of the girls she goes oh that was my age when you turn when you turned me and I was like if you really didn't want anything to happen to him you wouldn't have gone through with this because you knew you were going to steal them and take their blood anyway yeah you were in on it Jessica yeah it's like you wouldn't have gone along with the plan. Anyway, she goes in there and she's such like a weird 
like almost a mom energy. She goes, let's party at my house. Um, and then they go, I mean, they're like, you smell weird. Are you like us? And she goes, no, I'm kind of a vampire. But like, I have fairy friends. And I'm like, ooh. Yikes. <laughs> yeah. I was like, that's just saying, like, I'm white. But I can say the inward because I got black friends. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I was yeah. like, yep. <laughs> that was my exact was, process. <laughs> I was like, that, it's giving off that kind of energy. And I'm like, ooh, I don't like that. Mm-mm. So they're like, the girls are like, okay. So they go to Bill's house and he's in his office looking at some kind of bracelet and one of them comes in and almost he's like seducing her. Yeah. Yeah, but my other qualm was he puts the bracelet on her and then the teenager goes, oh, like foreplay. And I'm like, how the fuck do you know about foreplay? You've been a child for the last 24 hours. What do you know about this? Yeah. Yeah, it literally, you were 13 an hour and a half ago. Yeah. This is not something you just grow up knowing. Because they think <laughs> that she's going to, they think that she's going to, like, they're going to have sex. And I'm like, how do you know about that? Like, it doesn't make insistently inconsistent. I think it's just going to be <laughs> something we just need to get on board with. Because I bet it doesn't get any better with this epi- this season or next season. Because, oh. Yeah, it's pretty gross. And I just love how they have 17 as their, like, barely legal thing where it's just like, yeah, we can have a bunch of these girls get railroaded because we said they're 17. They're close enough to 18. Yeah. It's like, it's close enough. Yeah. But he uses the bracelet in it. um, He talks to them as about, oh, how, like, vampires sometimes get tired of biting people, which never. Yeah. They will never get tired of biting people. (laughs) Yeah. And so he uses his bracelet to get two samples from each girl, apparently, um, that he takes to the professor that Jessica stole. It was like synthesizes blood. Um, and he's going to figure out, you know, how to bottle it. It's not like regular human blood. And first he's like, I'm not going to fucking do it. And then Bill puts him on the ceiling and then he goes, okay, I guess I will. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of I don't know. I feel bad for this guy. Like, just being in Bill's basement (laughs) or being in Bill's lab. (laughs) So, Bill is essentially like, uh, I'm not going to give up trying to make this happen. Like, I'm just going to keep doing it. And then uh, Takahashi is upset because he's like, oh, well, I have kidnapped donors in my house. And these are going to be our experimental things. And the guy is like, "Uh, no, I'm not working under these conditions. And then Bill holds him to the ceiling and is like, you will continue with the experiments. No further questions. Like, you're going to do it. So great. Bill's just even more psychotic than he has always been. And Mm -hmm. during this entire time, this was the saddest scene in the world to me. I felt so... I hated this. So Jessica is with the girls and she's like, come on girls, let's party. Have you ever played Wii before? Let's go play Wii. And they are like, no, we're bored. Like we want to get out of here. We want to go home. Our daddy's a cop. Like he's really important. You better let us out of here. And she is trying to hold them though, because she knows that Bill is like synthesizing their blood. And one of the girls goes to like push past Jessica and since she's so close Jessica just goes crazy and begins attacking Mm -hmm. and feeding on the girls 
do you want to talk about Andy like questioning the clerk or yeah so um my favorite line comes in just to kind of break the tension a little, a little bit I know yeah my favorite line is when Andy's talking to the deputy because the next day there he's like calling he's frantic he's trying to find them and he's talking to the de- deputy and the deputy goes well the first line is usually when it comes to children it's usually a relative that takes them and andy goes well i have it word for word it was my favorite line would it go well their mama didn't want them and i sure as it sure as shit wasn't me <laughs> and i was like no yeah because he's going crazy and that's when i guess somebody somebody had to report the cop, I know, uh, the cop car. I know it wasn't the clerk because right. Jessica told him that he never saw us. Um, but that's when they go to the gas station and they pull out the clerk, and him and Jason are there. And uh, comes to work, like they start talking about it. And Jason tells him that like vampires love fairy blood and like it's, it's like a fucking drug for them. <laughs> yeah, and he just knows who it is, so he rushes off and he's heading to Vampire Bill's house you can assume and then that's when we kind of go back to yeah. the aftermath because um bill hears jessica like them screaming upstairs yeah. which as fast as bill could move he should have saved one of them like you would think yeah as fast as he is it was just upstairs and she couldn't have drained all of them for that quickly anyway Jessica's in the floor and she's covered in blood and she's crying and she goes I thought it was gonna be you I thought it was going to be you who lost control, but it was me. And until she started saying, please tell me they're oh. not dead. Please tell me they're not dead. Just tell me they're not dead. I, oh, it was a hard. Her thing. acting is so good. Like she is genuinely such a good actress. And like the amount of emotion she put into that gave me goosebumps. Like her being like, please tell me they're not dead. Please tell me they're not dead. I was just like, oh my God, Jessica. Yeah, and I, as bad as I feel for her, I feel worse when Andy finds out. I'm going to feel worse when Andy finds out. Because he, like, finally had something, like, a purpose, you know, that he's been searching for pretty much his whole series. And it's, like, to be the parent who didn't get there in time is heartbreaking. Especially the night before he was, like, he finally was, like, okay, girls, I love you, and I'm so proud to be your dad. And, like, he got the easy way out, so of course he was happy because he didn't have to raise them, but you know, it still yeah. sucks. Yeah. yeah. It's really sad. And I hate that they entered a lot of time, like this whole season, they have introduced people just to kill them. Yeah. <clears throat> like, I'm not emotionally attached to the grandpa. Mm-hmm. I'm not emotionally attached to the girls, but I was sad that it happened for the main characters of the show. Like, I'm sad of the aftermath for Jessica and I'm sad for the aftermath for Andy, but the actual girls, I, there was no time to get emotionally invested. They were introduced just to be killed off. Yeah. A hundred percent. I'm right there with you. Like I didn't care about them personally, but the scene itself was just so like, (gasps) you know, yeah, Yeah, it's, it's what she said. Please tell me they're not dead. I know. Please Like that was like, Oh God. I know. I am curious to see, okay, so there's only 10 episodes in this season, so I'm so curious to see what 
they're going to end up doing with this because it's like if the church is coming back this camp is coming back like how are they going to fit this all in we're already almost halfway through that's true and i mean bill saw it and i knew that the church was a big thing i i didn't know it was a camp but i knew that it was a big thing this season and from what the vaguely i remember this when i saw this on tv the season finale of this seemed like a series finale until like it wraps it up so weird. Like all the loose ends are tied until the very last second. And then it's like a new problem is introduced and then it ends. And then we both never seen season seven. So I have yeah. no idea what happens after that. But the series, the season finale of, of this is really weird. Like it seems like it wraps everything up and then two seconds are like, Oh shit, we've signed off for another season. Make something happen. And it was thrown together. That's all I remember. Yeah, I'm interested to see what happens because I really like the season so far. And everything I've read, everyone was like, I don't like the season. It's not a good season. But so far, I have really enjoyed it. I find the story really compelling. The characters have been really compelling. Like some of it, I could take it or leave it, like Nora still being around and whatever. But for the most part, this is the most enthralled I've been with this series and like three seasons. That's true. I like this better. I think some of even the sub, um, not not even the main plots, but like yeah. the subplots, I've been more interested in, other than other seasons because I didn't give a shit about like the demon Mikey, which turned out to be a ghost, which they all wrapped up in one episode. Yeah, and then I didn't care about the infree. Like yeah. if I ever re- rewatch this again, I'm not watching whatever season that was. I <laughs> think like. <laughs> Yeah, but we were talking as like everyone says this is where it goes downhill, but I don't think so. No, I'm not. I don't think so. so. I feel like it's. Yeah, I think. (laughs) (laughs) I thought the best I've ever been. I'm Jason (laughs) fucking doing flip, but it's, it's like I feel like it's ramping up. Like I feel like it's ramping up, and looking back, I really liked. I feel like season two is the standout winner for me. Yeah. We'll talk about it again, like at the end of the series when we um, like record our last episodes. (laughs) Yeah. I, season two was that for me, but I don't know. It's just because of eggs because they have been a lot of it. Um, Also. Yeah. Eggs just came and then they killed them off anyway. Yeah. Uh, But they had to, had to do it for Tara. Of course, Tara can't be happy, but I really like that. It's, amping up but like i said i'm more interested in the subplots than just the um main the main characters thing yeah um i mean everybody there isn't hasn't been a really just like one big bad enemy since season two i think but i really like i'm excited about every aspect and i don't think i've been on the board of everybody like everybody's story and be interested in everybody's story in a while yeah so that's what i like about this season yeah, the big bad so far this season is the government, which we can relate to. So, you know. <laughs> Fucking Sarah, Sarah uh, Newland. Sarah, Sarah Camp. Newland. <laughs> Sarah Camp. She's taking everybody to camp. Um, but I don't know. I don't know if I believed her with the senator. I feel like that's just, she's just playing the game, playing the long game. Well, yeah, she, I mean, Steve even told her it was a downgrade to, like, become a politician, essentially. (laughs) He's like, oh, ouchies, so bad for you. And she's like, I'm just going to keep taking money from men. So more power to her. Honestly, if if she wasn't doing bad things with it, I mean, get your bag, queen. Yeah. 
<laughs> this oh. is a Sarah Newland Stan account. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if she didn't use it for bad, if she didn't use it for bad, just she's really just playing the game a guy would do. Yeah. I mean, we would just be praising her and calling her a boss. So you know what? I love you, Sarah. Anna <laughs> <laughs> Camp, you're doing it. Go, sweetie, also, go. She's fucking gorgeous. I know. I don't know why I didn't notice this. Gorgeous. Have you noticed other than, other than like having a hot makeup session? There hasn't been a lot of sex in a while. But then season one, they're like sex every other episode. No one's horny anymore, Ashley. There's too much going on. <laughs> if I'm about to die, best believe I'm, I'm taking over. <laughs> I mean, let's see. Alcide is. He got that weird blowjob in the woods. Oh. <laughs> His one little head tilt. Oh, <laughs> he's done. <laughs> I'll never forget that blowjob. <laughs> She's just that good. She's just that good. I, I don't think he will either. Yeah, that's something that's mine forever. Yeah. Yeah, not a lot of sex. Not a lot of sex. So, guys, let us DM us and let us know when the next sex scene happens. Because... <laughs> Not oh no, then they're gonna what if they spoil it? What if it's like it's random hottie number two and then this random guy? Okay, don't tell us who it is. Just tell us what episode we should expect somebody to get sexed in. <laughs> we we know you guys are rewatching it with us, which I <laughs> love. Just yes. just give us a give, give us a hint like we're um like <laughs> we're the horny teenagers again. <laughs> First, it just shows how like we're like. Where's the set? <laughs> I watch this show to watch people get fucked, not to watch uh, all this emotional drama, okay? I don't care. <laughs> I didn't ask to be traumatized emotionally. <laughs> yeah, some of these oh. stuff will stick with us forever, so uh, might as well get some sexual benefits out of it. I don't think Eric's had sex since Nora. Oh, yeah, since they fucked in yeah, that shipping ship- container, doggy style, with her face just, like, smushed up into this metal shipping container. <laughs> like, come on, man. Like, give her a pillow or something. Damn. Uh, I'm sure this was a ludicrous song. I'm sure this was a ludicrous song. <laughs> oh, yeah, what was the, wait, what was the Snoop song? Oh, Sookie. <laughs> now he's in a vampire show. Good for him. Everything comes full circle. I'm sorry. He's gonna be in a vampire show with Jamie Foxx and Dave Franco on Netflix. I quit. <laughs> no. Yes. No. He's a main no. character. If he's just for Shishel Dizzle and the Shishel Fang, <laughs> I cannot. I cannot. I that that will be. That's that's my thirteenth reason. Oh Jesus. It's been a good run. <laughs> but will I watch every episode? Yeah. <laughs> Just to see if he says it. <laughs> yeah, the ad, you have to watch the uh, ad on Netflix. I gotta watch it. I'll watch it before the, we record the next episode. But have you seen that guy on TikTok? He listens to Jason Derulo songs until he says his name. Yes! <laughs> That's going to be me with this show. Like, I'm just going to watch it. As soon as he says it, I'm like, yep, did it. And then just turn it off and never watch it. Your review of the show is going to be like, yeah, Snoop Dogg had some really great lines. <laughs> oh, speaking of favorite lines, what's yours? Oh, shit. You have um, one? Hold on. I do have one. Let me pull my notes back up. Wow, look at us circling back. I know. We're what a beautiful <laughs> transition. <laughs> so talented. What was your favorite line? 
Well, her, mm, it was when he was talking to the deputy and said, well, their mama didn't want him, and I sh- it sure as shit wasn't me. Um, well, I really enjoyed first when uh, Willa showed back up at home and she was trying to convince her daddy. That speech was really good. Um, but I really love Jason being like, <laughs> he has he has two really great lines in this. My partner, he has been up since the crack of dawn, but me, I'm just getting started. So fuck knuckle. Just give me an excuse to blow off some steam. That one was good because I liked fuck knuckle. And then his other favorite line was like, fuck yeah, fairies are like catnip for vampires. Sookie's got just a little fairy in her and they go crazy. <laughs> <laughs> I love how he like, he does that. He like says like the fuck knuckle thing and then walks three feet and he talks to Andy and be like, that's my best dirty Harry. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, yeah, that's all I've got. <laughs> oh, and also um, when Andy's describing the kids, he goes, just do this for between you. 10 and 15. <laughs> four Caucasian females between four and seven feet tall, which is seven feet tall, between 60 and 260 pounds, and between the ages of 10 and I don't know, 50. <laughs> <laughs> so ridiculous. So out of left field. And, he's, and he says it multiple times throughout the episode. Yeah, he's like, I don't know shit times. about these daughters of mine. Okay. <laughs> they could be 10 one day and like 25. They don't even have names. They're one, two, three, and four. So don't ask. Oh, that was that was the thing. That was the thing. Yes, you just like sparked a memory. Oh, we didn't even talk about it. But Jessica like turns around after getting into the beer. She goes, "So what's your names?" And they're like, "We don't really have names." And she goes, "That's cool." It's like I'm tired of going by a name. You're like, "Hi, I'm Jessica," or whatever. It's just so annoying. I'm like, she's just like, okay, awkward. Yeah, well, she goes, oh, I hate names, you know. It's like, hi, I'm Jessica or whatever. <laughs> oh, my God. Ooh, yeah. That's, that's yeah. big mom energy, man. That's big mom energy trying to be young. Oh, poor Jessica. Poor little baby. Where's, you know what? I kind of miss Hoyt. <laughs> Get out of here, you demon. What? Why would you say that? Hoyt was the worst. He was terrible. He was terrible. Actually, the like, bar is on the floor. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna need you to raise your standards a little bit, girl. <laughs> Come on now, Hoyt. <laughs> everyone, you could have just said Hoyt. I'm. I miss the chaos. I miss the chaos. She just. I mean, I really. <laughs> I'm like, I don't think we're watching the same show. (laughs) What chaos do you want, Ashley? (laughs) You know, I don't know. I just like, where's Hoy? Just kind of wonder if he's He's going to come back. (laughs) Leave him there. Yeah. Okay. So let's go ahead and just just send us off. Um, All right, guys. Send us off. Thanks so much for joining us. This was another perfect episode. No mistakes. Flawless. Um, We did it 10 out of 10. So thanks for joining us on this wild ride. I can't believe next time we will be halfway done with season six. Ashley, we only have 16 more episodes of True Blood left. So buckle up, guys, because the last few ones, we're probably going to cry a lot because we're emotional and it's going to be really sad to end this. Um, But if you want to hear us talk about Vampire Diaries, send us a little message because I am about to finish season one and I have some thoughts. Mostly, why am I so attracted to Stefan? We'll never know. Um, Hit us up on Instagram and let us know uh, what your favorite part of this episode was, what your favorite quote was. If you miss Hoyt, and if you do, I'm blocking you. So yeah, (laughs) we'll see you next Thursday.